I think their eyes are all a little bit different. One's got a big scar, just to begin with. In this one, I think he's the bad guy. In this one. What do you mean, scar? Yeah, yeah, he's got a big scar. Why didn't Jeremy Irons come back with his scores? I don't know. Why do they call him Scar? Like, did they know he was going to have a big-ass fucking Scar? Or once he got it, they were like, tell you what your name is, pal. (laughs) Forever now. His name before that was just like Jeremy. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Jerry. Nice Scar. Wait. How would you like to be known by your disfigurement? (laughs) Hopefully this won't turn you into some sort of social outcast that will have big ramifications for us politically in the future. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, your brother loves you. See all these animals here worshipping us as the leaders. Which of them should we eat now? (laughs) It's the circle of life now. Yeah. What a terrifying song to be a part of for all the people who aren't up on that rock. eh? They're all there going, Circle of life, one day they will kill and eat us. Hope it's not me today. Yeah, but then Mufasa has a speech and he goes like, we eat the antelope, but then one day we die and we become the grass, and then the antelope eat the grass. Yeah, it's probably cold comfort for the antelope, though, isn't it? Yeah, you get to live out your entire life and then die. Yeah. For all your posturing, all your little speeches, you're nothing but a common thief. I am an exceptional thief, Mrs. McLean. And if, by we, I mean you can edit shit out. Yeah, yeah, I like how you said we there. Yeah. No, look, if pizza arrives halfway through this, I reckon we just... Oh, we keep talking We just charge through, and it'll be, a natu- it'll be a fun, naturalistic recording, and it'll humanise us to the audience. I'd like to think so. Because they'll hear that, and they'll go, oh, they eat pizza, I eat pizza. We're actual humans. I'm just... Humanise. I'm like just... Humanized. They're just like me. I'd put these guys up <coughs> on a pedestal with their great you know, recorded conversations, but instead, there they are eating pizza, just like regular people. So, well, I, I, you I, usually start us off with something. Do you want me to kick us off with our little, little intro there? Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. All right. That's, that's Hello, everybody. What's your thing, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Exceptional Thieves. It's a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam. And I'm Isaac. And we're not talking about Brightburn. No, not yet. No. Possibly ever, actually, because... Maybe ever, because it's a... Because we haven't seen it yet. And so, like, who turns knows out, if we're ever going to get to see it? Turns out no one wants to see it. Apparently. So, if you want to see it now, you can see it at 6am or 9pm at one cinema. And you should be grateful for that, as it turns out. Because no one's interested in watching a really cool and fun, haunting new take on the whole Superman thing. I think it's because... The world collectively loves Superman so much because he's everybody's favourite superhero. Well, no, no one likes Superman I anymore know, because of Snyder. So everyone should be right on board with giving Superman a good kicking. I in the form that's of really Snyder's fault. Superman kind of sucked altogether. You think he's always sucked? I don't like Superman because Spider-Man is the best superhero. That doesn't lead to that. It does, though. Superman. Something being Super- better doesn't mean something sucks. Superman is, by definition... The Two Towers is better, but that doesn't mean Return of the King sucks. By definition, Superman is super. And sure. He can hear everything on the planet. So by definition, Spider-Man is every- spider. 
He can hear everything on the planet at any one point. Sure. He can see for millions of miles, or whatever the Earth's, the Earth's character allows. He is, uh, all, he is an all-powerful being, yet he still allows the world to become in, to, to get in jeopardy. Yeah. He is a terrible superhero. Well... And he's terrible at his job. He, no, he's no, just... He's terrible he, at his job. He's just he has struggling been. under the immense responsibility of trying to generate narrative tension whilst also being someone who should be able to solve every problem all the time. Okay. That's a very difficult role to play. Yeah, and he doesn't fulfil it. He's fucking shit. You know who isn't shit? Who? Godzilla. 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 Ken... Wanatabi? Wat- Watanabe. Watanabe. Is I'm, that going, I'm going with Watanabe. <laughs> I want to get this one out of the way straight up. Okay. Which is that he says Godzilla's name slightly differently every time. Than everybody else? Than himself. Okay. He has a different way of... He has a different... I think he, he just says Gujira. In a way, time. he comes out... It's, it's fun that he comes at it with a fresh interpretation every time. But it makes me feel racist. Because... <laughs> It's always <coughs> a little bit funny when he says Gojira. It's Gojira. Yeah, and I know, and that's like the word originally that we translated into our weird English Godzilla version, and I understand that. But he doesn't even say Gojira every time. He says, "Is that no sense? It's Gojira." Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm with you on that, but I swear a couple of times in this, he just he he mumbles. He does. He does a sort of free form Gojira. So he even diesels it. Go. He puts he puts a Z in there a at Guziza. least a couple of times. A yeah, yeah. So that that had me on the back foot the whole time. So we should say we're talking about Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla two. Godzilla two hyphen King of the monsters. King of the monsters. Yeah. Which we just saw. We just got back to your house. It's very cold. I feel like that's important context. No, no, that's right. You don't have to close the door. Okay. It's the air that is cold. Well, if I close the it's door, ambient. our body heat, because we're sitting the, so close together. The incredible together, amount right? of heat we're generating through all our energy. I could give we'll you a little blanket room. if you would like. No, I'm all right. Okay, cool. You just I just want people to understand the context oh, okay, of coming cool. at this Guys, room, which it is, is like sub-zero right now. It's colder than usual. <laughs> mm-hmm. You might hear some chuckling in the background of this. We've got a, we've got a one-person audience, and they're doing a great <laughs> job. You might hear some scratching in the background. That's Isaac's cat. Again, I who close the door. always finds a way to, um, to be a be, part, to be to be a part, part of the process. And that's fine. And you might hear planes because we're under a flight path. These are all things that you may hear. These are all these are all fun, just background elements that come with recording it. Isaac's so basically listening house. to this this week's episode is like, where's Wally? You get a lot of ASMR with this podcast. <laughs> the the Wally team are working. We put a lot of background <laughs> stuff into this. Yeah. We have put a lot of effort. I've got some gravel over here. I'm going to just pick up and drop slowly <laughs> out of my hand. Sometimes I'll try to text somebody while we're talking and I'll accidentally drop my phone. I'm going to do some sums on an abacus near the, near the microphone <laughs> without referring to it. So you'll, you'll get all that as well. What did you think of Godzilla 2 hyphen King of the Monsters, Isaac? Sam, I've had the best time watching this film. Okay. Back up even from my own question. Do you like Godzilla? Yes, actually. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen 
every Godzilla film. You haven't seen all 35? No, I haven't seen all 35s. Have you seen all 35 Godzilla films? No. I'm less disappointed in you because... Thank you, because that's normal for me. Yeah, I've, I usually see a lot more things than you do. You do? Because um, you no, have lower standards. I, 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 I do have lower standards. You watch any old shit. I'd like to think most of the things I watch aren't shit, but thanks for that. You you are entitled to think whatever you want. Yeah, go on. Yep. Um, I, do like, I do like the idea of Godzilla. It makes no sense to me. Like, something that large, why would that, why would that even be a thing? Who thinks of this? Like, who goes, yeah, what if thousands or billions of years ago, large creatures roamed our planet that are too large for the planet? Well, there's a good answer to that, Isaac. And it's not a funny one. But the people, the people who think of that are people who had a nuclear bomb dropped on them about 10 years previously. So you think it was due to said nuclear bomb and... Well, that's what original Gojira was. It's a pretty direct analogue for... That's, in Japan, for yeah, nuclear warfare. Godzilla is, nu- is nuclear He's warfare. And it's a, it was a way to... Not that I'm any expert on this, but from things I've seen and read, a way to address and process the experience Japan has gone through. And the thing that I initially don't particularly like is the fact that Godzilla, King of the Monsters, was the name Godzilla was given when it was translated in a sort of anemic, sanitized version for American audiences, where they're like, let's put this on in America, but really downplay all the shit about how this is about the terrible things America did to Japan and just artificially insert an American actor into it who wasn't a part of the original shoot and just have him comment on the story the whole time and not subtitle any of the Japanese actors. And so that is already leaves a bit of a nasty taste in my mouth. They just took that title and went with it. I also like that if like if you go with the whole him being a a metaphor for the destruction that is caused by a nuclear explosion. Yeah. And then becoming a benevolent helping hand so yeah so that as though as though this nuclear explosion has been good for everybody involved yeah we're like we're probably skipping away here but i was trying to look at what the themes of this one were oh by the way spoilers oh yeah we're doing this wide open this this came out like last week so um we're doing no non-spoiler conversation this is all this is wide open so go see the movie if you want if you don't care carry on actually go see it it's very fun yeah sure whatever Go see but, Brightburn yeah. too, because no one else does. Yeah, go so. see Brightburn. Tell me what it was like, because I can't <laughs> fucking get to a showing for love nor money. But, um, yeah, it is weird that Godzilla is now friendly. Not only that, needs to be fed nuclear weapons as a see? food source. So now, we've taken a story that was originally about the horrors of nuclear war <laughs> and turned it into where... If only we had enough nuclear weapons, we could become powerful enough to destroy the alien that has come from some other place to attack America. In a way that's kind of grossly and unsettlingly consistent with how this all started. But it's sort of like a version of the movie. It's like an inverted sort of Satanist version of the movie where... It's like, yeah, that, but what if the bad guys were right? It's like, (laughs) the first one, but what if Godzilla was right the whole time? And it's a good thing that he's destroying all of these cities. There's something going on there like that that I found very unsettling. So, yes. 
The film we've watched tonight is a direct sequel to the 2014 movie Godzilla. Godzilla. Not starring Brian Cranston. Unrelated to the 1998 movie Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Which, let's put this out there, a lot of people hate that movie. Yeah, they do. But it's actually very fun. What Matthew if, Broderick's in that movie. Hank Azaria. I wanted to try and rewatch it before this, and I just did not have time. But yeah, I have fond memories of that movie. Um, and I, I, I rewatched the trailer, and I was kind of like, I can see how people would think this is shit. Yeah. I watched today a video of all of the Godzilla scenes from the 1998 Godzilla movie. How long was that video? 19 minutes and 38 seconds. That's quite long. That is quite a lot of Godzilla scenes. He got... This did not include the little Godzillas at the end of that movie, like the sure. little baby ones. Which I love. I think I that's enjoyed a... that. Again, I haven't seen it for a very long time, but in my head, I'm like, that's it a changes, good idea. It changes so much about everything that Godzilla was built up before this point to be. Is Godzilla a bad guy in that one? In that or, movie, Godzilla is just... Bad, asexually reproducing creature? It's not, like, it's not there to kill humans. Hmm. It's just there to have babies. Yeah. And everyone just decides to kill it. But there are no other bad guys. Sure. See, I prefer that. Because, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll get into it. But we will get into it. Um, the motivations of Godzilla are very weird and complicated in this version. <laughs> so you like 2014. 2014 Godzilla. Godzilla. I did like 2014 Godzilla. I was incredibly excited for it because of the teaser trailer. That with show. the halo jump. With the red, mm -hmm. where they've got the red smoke coming out, and they've got the the two thousand and one Space Odyssey music, mm -hmm. and they're falling down, and it looked like it was going to be really really cool, mm -hmm. but um, it wasn't in the end. But you didn't you didn't like the road movie that was twenty fourteen Godzilla? Not really. Where it was a movie about one guy trying to get back to his wife and. And, and child, and it just happened to be that he was taking the same path as this massive creature that mm. was also going in the same direction that he was, and he was just therefore involved with its journey. No, I didn't. It just, it just didn't. It had a lot of the same problems as this one, where where it was so fucking awesome. It's, it's. I guess it's. I think it's difficult to make something like a Godzilla movie because. It is hard to find ways to make your human characters play any meaningful role in the story. Mm -hmm. Especially once it's not humans versus Godzilla, it's Godzilla versus a bunch of other dudes. Well, that was the first one. That was 2014. It was Godzilla versus two other dudes. Yeah. Because... And so I once think... that gets going, I just think, well... You know, everyone go in a bunker and let's see what happens. And it's kind of, you know, oh, that happened. But I don't really care about what the people are doing in it. Yeah. And that's and I knew that was going to be the problem with this one, and it kind of was. I think having having seen a lot of people's reactions to this film and complaining that they didn't get enough human drama to this film in a film. Yeah, this this is the thing. They mm. they've complained that they didn't get enough human drama. In a film, they just got monsters fighting. I do not agree at all with that statement. More than like 80% of this film was just people talking to each other or going places and like doing shit. And then Godzilla turns up and has a fight. 
Like, it was lots of people going places and doing shit and talking to each other. I don't know if there was lots of human drama. In there it. wasn't. There wasn't like massive, like awesome interaction between people, but it was all people. Yeah, it was. It was. It was lots of people, but I also. How should we? Okay, should we start at the beginning? Start at the beginning. Go from the top. So, five years has passed since 2014's Godzilla. Well, first of all, we get a shot where it's just uh, like we get a nice. Kyle um, Chandler's really upset. Batman v Superman opening scene. Yeah. Where Bruce Wayne is protecting the innocent in Gotham. Yeah. In, in, in Metropolis and Superman fucks up the city. Yeah. And cool. in this film, Bruce Wayne is played by Kyle Chandler and um, Superman is Godzilla. Yeah. And so so Kyle Chandler doesn't like Godzilla because he's had a look around yeah. and gone, this isn't good. My child is dead. Yeah. Godzilla, even though it's really obvious he defeated the things that were causing destruction, I don't like him. Yeah. And then throughout the movie, he decides that he does like him. Or he, he realises, he event by the end of the movie, he pieces together what everyone, including us as the audience, knew by the midpoint of the first movie. Which is that Godzilla, Godzilla is sometimes is, is a benevolent good. person. Yeah, he's just there to protect the world. So his journey is figuring out something we already knew. So that's not particularly enthralling, enticing. People, yeah. And then there's his ex-wife. Well, current who, wife separated. Okay, his estranged wife. Yes, she is very thank strange. Thank you. She is very strange. She is very strange because because let's face so, it she is the villain of this film Sam. thank you what is <coughs> let's just go to this what is the plan because the plan is they go, uh, they go uh, hang okay. on so there's we've found a whole bunch of these things 18 in total we've found 18 big old things that are lying in the ground not doing much of anything yeah and her thing is no this is no good it would be better if one by one we get Godzilla to go around and jack them all so that they can't do another 2014. No, that's not her plan. Her, okay, her, her, what her is the plan? Because I did wake step them out all for up. a moment. Her plan is to wake them all up, all up one by one. Oh, so she just told other people that she had a reasonable plan. But actually, she had a crazy plan. So, um, at that, like the end of the first act, when we get the nice revelation that she's the villain of this film, she's partnered with some eco terrorists. Yeah. Who plan to the fact because the fact that humans are destroying the planet, um, the way that they're going to solve this problem is by awakening all of these creatures and mm. letting them lay waste to the planet, and then the planet will grow. Because that's been shown that their radiation grows trees and grows plants and whatever. So everywhere she, that they've been. So she wants to do kind of a, a kind of a Thanos snap. She wants a Thanos snap. She wants to reset our planet for us. Titan beasts. Via Titan Did beasts. Charles Dance know that? Yes. This is Charles. He was it was on board her with that. plan no, he that said, she gave to Charles Dance. But he, he said, I thought you were going to wake them up one at a time. Yes, he said that. That's what he said. He said that because he said. So he didn't know in, the full in, extent of the plan. In that, well, no, in that plan, he he says in that scene, she approaches him, and right. says, "I want to do this," and then he's fully on board because he's an eco terrorist. Right. Yes, let's. So that so sorry. So yes, 
let's wipe out most humans. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, and because that was he, her explicit plan. He agrees, and she agrees, that we're destroying the planet. So she is clearly the villain of this movie. Sure. Because she approached him. Are we meant to think that? I don't know, because later on it changes. Okay. So this is what they've done, okay? And then her plan is, they've got this Orca device, and they yes. can sort of communicate with each with each of them. Because they, so going... they all talk the same because they're big. Yeah. And big things have same language as we know from science. Yeah. yeah. Bioacoustics. Yeah. Which is used upwards of 80 times, that word in this they, film. Yeah, they say, they say they, that they, word. Oh, that them. word does a lot of heavy lifting. It in the does. It's film, very quantum. It? Yeah. It's very quantum. Okay. Um, sure. So their plan is to go one by one, wake them up, let them do their thing nice and mediocrely, like nice and docile. If they just communicate with them, these things will just roam the planet, spreading their radiation, letting the planet grow again. Killing people? Well, inadvertently, people are going to die. These things are fucking massive. So they do want to wake them up one at a time. Yes. That's that their plan. But they that... end up waking up this thing. Was that her plan? What? To wake them up one at a time? Yes, that's her plan. Because you said her plan was to wake them up all at the same time. No. Her plan was to wake them all up one at a time. Okay. And let them go. So it's a mistake when they all... So what they do is they wake up this three-headed fucktard. Yeah. um, They've called Monster One. Isn't it Monster Zero? Monster Zero. Yeah. Um, And it turns out that he's not actually one of the monsters. He's an alien. But we don't find that out for a little while. And he goes crazy and wakes every single one of them up at the same time. Yeah. And this ruins her plan because he's in control of these monsters and just makes them go run run amok. Run, like, attack cities and do bad, bad things. Yeah. And her plan was to make them all docile and just... Roam, roam the world and spread the radiation and, and fix the globe. Which makes sense when you think about it a little bit. No, it doesn't. Not even at all. Well, a little bit. But she's still the villain because thousands of billions of people are going to die. Yeah, so when I, I stepped out for a second, when I came back in, she's pressing the button to wipe out Mexico. Like, the big fire thing flies down and even just by flying over the city, it kills everyone in the... Yeah, city. Yeah, but actually, that on, on that note, for that scene, right, the good guys are flying their pointless massive plane, which physically yeah. doesn't make sense to me. And I, I actually, I enjoy that part about the film where the good guys have this massive plane that has a hangar inside of it, and they don't explain that at all. It's just they've got this plane, and it can do... So many great things. I didn't realise they had a hangar inside it till they landed that thing in it. But they they, like, they dropped in, other planes out of it at the beginning. Well, I didn't see that. Up until that thing landed in there, I had no idea what they were trying to do at that point. It was so big. But So their plan is to distract this big-ass pterodactyl from the top of this volcano from destroying the town below it. Yeah. They're going to fly past it and make it chase them. And their flight plan goes directly over the town that they're trying to save yeah. Thereby making the creature fly directly over the town that they save, yeah. killing countless millions of people. Well, so yeah. Well, I mean, well, th- I mean, but this is their this is their backup plan, which also isn't very good. Also, it didn't make, but I didn't get that because they say beforehand this we saw Monster Zero fly into this storm. Yep. And now it's weird. The storm is changing course, and they're like, storms can't do that. And I'm like, well, what do you fucking think it is? Like he, you saw. <laughs> This storm formed around the thing. So what do you think is... And they know that the storm is heading directly for the other thing. Mm-hmm. 
So why are they killing all of their pilots to try to draw Thing 1 to Thing 2 when they said, look, It was Thing to draw one. the battle away from the town, but then they destroyed the town anyway. Yeah. So yeah. See, let's... I found it hard to connect. I said, once, I was like, okay. So she is just crazy. She's fucking crazy. And so is Charles Dance. Charles Dance is an ego Who is... Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Like, you can't lean on that word too much. No. He's crazy as well. But but I still didn't quite... I couldn't figure out the difference between their... I felt like they had different ideas of what was going to happen. They did not have different ideas. And her... See, I couldn't really connect with any of it because it was all too crazy. Yeah. Like, so why she... did you think... Why did she think... Any version of events that played out from this would be anything other than awful. Yeah. Why do you think you would look back on this and go, that was the right call? And why... Well done, me. Why does the character who's lost a child indoctrinate her other child to killing billions of people? (laughs) That's their plan. Mm. And they've got an estranged father who's just out looking at wolves, as, as you do. And that establishes the fact that he knows a lot about animals. We'll get, we should, we'll get to him in a sec. Okay. So her, yeah, that's a good point. So she... The film starts with her losing a child in a monster attack. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know what we bloody need? More of these fucking monsters. We need more... We need as many monster attacks as we can get to get rid of all... She looked at the monster attack and said, you know what the problem is? Fucking humans. <laughs> Too many people on the planet here. Let's get more monsters, clear out some of the riffraff. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no version... Okay. So, yeah, so I was like, okay, so you're a mental evil person and I don't care about you anymore. And I was was surprised that Charles Dance was kind of meant to be the hero... Well, not the the villain. He's initially presented as he's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. But he didn't really get any scenes. Mm-hmm. He didn't really get to say or do anything very mm-hmm. interesting. He didn't actually do... Did he do anything in the story? Nope. No. He comes in and like does the initial... Pro- of, he like, kills a few people. But presumably that was her idea. She would have been like, hey, Charles, dance, come do this. Yep. So he's kind of... He's almost like her flunky. Mm-hmm. He sort of acts like he's in charge and not her. But he doesn't act on anything. Like, he's great because it's Charles Dance and it's great to watch him do anything. It is great to watch Charles Dance. And I'm excited. I'm glad that he's going to be in the next one. See, I think that's... I'm happy about him not having much to do in this film is because they've set up a nice villain who didn't get a lot of villain time and now we get some villain... Hopefully, we get some villain time. Maybe, but he, he, he he's just completely linear. Like, he doesn't... Mm. Nothing... He's the same at the beginning as at the end of this movie. Like, their plan is to wake them up one by one, let a whole fucked out of people die, and then they'll restart the planet. That's great and all, and that's Mm. their plan. That plan is completely screwed over by the one that they awaken first. The alien one. Like, completely screwed over. Yeah. And he's just like, nah, we wanted people to die, let's just let people die. He's literally drinking a cup of tea while they talk about it. He's got a little mug, he's like, well, you know... What, what are you, you going to do? Calm, calm down, lady whose character name I forget. This was all, all your idea. Why do we Why do we keep... Dr. Russell. Russell. Why do you, you know, let's hear more from your daughter who's playing a weirdly significant role in all of the pivotal plot points in our, in our world-ending plan? Why yep. do you... Yeah, he was, he was very relaxed. Kyle Chandler. 
We're on to that. What's his job? He is a wildlife photographer. Uh, this slash, much we know. Slash listener. Yeah. Because he, he's a wildlife was, listener. Was, he was taking photos and then he was like, he closed his eyes and he was listening. Sure. He was listening to the wolves. Well, everyone knows listening is is half of photography. Yeah, well, listening is, is most of... If you, don't know, if you don't know how to hear a photo, you're never going to be able yeah. to capture it. If you can't listen to a wolf, then you know nothing about wolves. What are you even doing? Exactly. How are you going to find them? Because you can't you see them because they're so fast. How are you going to tell everybody that you don't have a wife anymore because she's fucking crazy? He and his wife came up with the sonar thingy. Called the Orca. At one point, he says, as a grad school project, mm-hmm. implying they were in grad away school from the shore. about five years ago when they were presumably about 35. No. That's not what it implies. It they implies came up with that, that they, ages before? Yes. They came up with the Orca thing okay. ages before 2014's Godzilla. Sure. Because the Orca thing has nothing to do with 2014's Godzilla. And it's just completely by chance that they came up with the perfect thing well, they that came they up could with talk thing, to Titans with. They came up with a thing. To talk to whales so that they keep and whales they like, away from the shore. Hang on a second, whales are big. Godzilla, also big. Let's try it on him. Oh, yeah! I don't think big is. I'm the telling same. him to sit. I don't think big is what it means, just their bioacoustics <laughs> is what they can communicate with. You can't just keep saying bioacoustics. That's what the movie did. You're not the screenwriter of Godzilla 2 King of the, the Monsters, Isaac. Bioacoustics, Sam. Sure. Okay. So they were bioacousticians. <laughs> Bio- they, were, they, were, they were two sexy bioacousticians coming up with sonar <laughs> devices at, at grad school. Yep. As you do. That's As you do. What did you do at grad school? Um, you, oh, I, I dreamed of coming up with sonar devices. <laughs> I, I wish. Um, and then they become a... So then after 2014, she was like, hang on a minute, this thing. Yeah, after 2014, she threw herself into her work. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Classic. To to get over the trauma of losing a son. Sure. And he started drinking. Yes, that's right. And he's ashamed at having let his daughter see him this way. I'm going to... So he's going to go off to the woods in Colorado and listen to some wolves. Focus on my wolf photography and wolf listening. Which has always been his dream. Yeah. Listening to wolves. Yeah, he's getting back in touch with yeah. his true self. He's going to take photos which is of wolf wolves, whispering. ripping apart things, send those photos to his daughter, Yeah, and be like, hey, look, listen to these wolves. Just, just so you know. This photo is so good. You can hear the wolves through. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maddie. Hey, hey, you hey. listen to wolves? Hey, look, I know it's sad how your mother is a genocidal maniac. <laughs> but here's a lovely framed photo of a wolf <laughs> that I took. That I listened to. While I was out in one of my rare sober moments over the last few years. Because, you um, know, I lost a son. Because in I, this, in... you, might not, you might not remember. But, um, my son, Andrew. Um... And that's the whole reason we're... <laughs> but then... He is then is kind of playing the role of like the genius scientist. See, that's what I don't understand. It? Though they try to shift him into this. He is now with no role in the military or monarch or anything. No. They all start sort of saying, "Well, this guy gets it. This but, guy 
Like, my, my question is, so they go to the middle of Colorado to pick him up after his wife and daughter get kidnapped because he's the only other person in the world yeah. who could possibly understand her contraption, the that, orca... That they've all been working on that for five years. you would years. presume they would all know about because she wouldn't really keep that secret no because one, this is a company and nothing is secret. No one copy-pasted, backed up any of those yeah, there's no there's no secondary prototype. There's no... no it's not like a mass-produced thing. Um... So they go there, because he's the only one, yet he never uses the device. Like, no. he never uses it in the film. And then immediately after coming to their secret underwater base that they've established so that they can hang out with Godzilla, and um, it's later established that he's never visited them at this base that they've made underwater for some reason. No. Um, because Why? Yeah, hunt Godzilla on his own turf. Yeah, it's it's a mobile. It's a. It's I'm a, pretty sure you could you can just look under the water for a sec with other devices. You don't need to build underwater. Yeah, so like they, there's other ways to see stuff underwater other than building a building underwater and looking out the window. But the thing at is, the, at the underwater, their idea is to hunt him on his own turf. Yet they build a non-mobile base. Yeah. Hunt him from space. That's what I would Get do. Get a satellite. Yeah. Put a tracker on him. That should they be hard. He's have, very large. Well, don't they... They have some sort of trackers on him because they know what his heartbeat is. Yeah, because so just sense his bioacoustics <laughs> and that's how they get yeah. vitals from him. So just... Because of his... Just, someone should just be in Washington pulling that up on their phone. Being well, like, I think one of the... Godzilla's asleep. The station, which is, that, that's his job. Yeah. He just looks down. How's like, oh, Godzilla, Godzilla doing? He's right. I presume you could see Godzilla from space. That's what that's a presumption I've made because he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's, well, no, it depends how deep he is. The, the sea is oh, big. Oh yeah, remember Aquaman? Yeah, it's so deep, and they have the Hollow Earth thing at the moment. Yeah, which yeah. we never actually saw, did we? We didn't see People any just of the tunnels moved from place to place. It's and they were like, once in this film, that was one of the tunnels just then. Yeah, once they they were in a submarine, and then something was pulling on the submarine. And then the submarine crashed, and it had moved six hundred miles for yeah, some reason. What pulled on it? How did that? Happen? It went into one of the things, and I assume that one of the things is just a whirlpool. But that makes no fucking sense. A vortex. A vortex. A vortex that just pulls them into this thing and drops them off. Oh, the more you think about this, the worse it is. Isn't it? I know, but it's so fun. How much did you? How much did you? Let's let's pull back because we're getting too granular here. <laughs> How much did you enjoy watching this? I enjoyed this so much. I enjoyed I, it a bit. I had so much fun laughing at how stupid it was uh, yeah. and how much fun I was having. Did you feel any feelings at any point? No. I I the, welled up once Yeah, and that was actually most of the things I welled up was with, with Mothra. Thank you. That's the only feeling I felt. Because... The like, sexy moth died, didn't it? The sexy moth did die. Yeah, that's the, the only time had a I... badass killing of the of the Rodan pterodactyl thing. Yeah. With a stinger that we hadn't seen at this point. Like, they revealed the stinger. Oh, it kills Rodan. That's cool. Yeah, that was and cool. And then, like, a nice little shielding of Godzilla later on. That was cool. Yeah. And then died. Yeah. So, the only... Yeah, the only feeling I felt was when Mothra died. And I also really enjoyed... Because they'd established a relationship between Mothra and Godzilla. And then... Yeah, it was like, oh, this is a... I cared much more about Mothra than any of the humans. Yes. Just because, because Mothra was a, a agent in the story. 
Yeah. You know, they could actually affect the storyline. And she <laughs> cared about Godzilla in an emotional way. They had a connection. And she had an investment in Godzilla. Everyone else was going like, oh, shit. Oh, no. What should we go? Oh, no. Quick. More nukes. And it was, where's my daughter? Oh, she's in a bathtub. Did she drown in that bath? Because she did a coming back to life <laughs> the way no, people do in films was, when they've drowned. I think she was unconscious. She just bath, had she had Godzilla sickness. Is, is she breathing this, from this unconsciousness? <laughs> is she breathing from being under that thing with her hand out for some yeah. reason? Thank God that I'm hand was out. in this nice, strong metal bathtub. Just going to keep my hand Pristine out. Pristine bath. Just well. going to keep my hand out this side. Hopefully it doesn't get squished or cut off or hurt in any way she was good Millie Bobby Brown she's a good actor isn't she yeah good old 11 yeah she does a lot she of good, good work in she, this she did she's, she's the hero isn't she really in terms of the humans I think they've set her up to be the hero yes because she's at, in the sequel at first I was like well, is Kyle Chandler meant to be the hero here because I hope not because he's kind of he's kind of set up as the hero initially he's like gonna get my daughter back she's been stolen I've got I've got all these insights into Godzilla I'm giving her the gun before advice. but here's one on the floor thank you He's, then he's like doing gun stuff. I'm like, does he know gun stuff? Because he's in, he, he just he, picks one up. He found it. And him. then he and he and they, and they do thing. the standoff on the on the drawbridge. And like, does he know what he's what he's doing here? This seems kind of artificial. Like that nothing affects anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know that is the problem with this film. Not yeah. one thing that happens to them affects anything of the outcome at all. Like they're in the snow, and people die. And then they yeah. move on. And all of these like three generic soldiers that we see a few times are all over the globe at all points of time. Like The whole snow thing could have been, and then he's out. Like that's all that happened there. Yeah. I guess he realized that his wife was kind of We got on to see his wife with yeah. what was going on. But yeah. apart from that. But then not much. she just Skypes them later anyway and just explains her plan. There was lots of Skype people explaining plans, and lots yeah. of. Je- I, I, I knew it. I knew this film was going to be exactly what I thought it was going to be <laughs> when it just opened with news reports. And it just opened with lots of people are saying that Godzilla's no good, and people are wondering what we what are we going to do now. And Monarch, look at look at these really shitty cardboard signs we spent two seconds making about Monarch. Look, it's a protest. No, there's only seven people. We use your imagination. And then all the news. And then, okay, so it's this. I enjoy that 2014's Godzilla came out. And then 2016-17's Kong Skull Island came out. Better. Still not good. Not once in 2014's Godzilla do they mention Kong. Yet, Kong Skull Island takes place in the 70s. And now in 2019's Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters... Every two bloody seconds. Kong is mentioned so many fucking times, but it's never mentioned that he's been revealed to the public by yeah. Monarch. It's just, oh, we've always known about Kong. At some point, I would actually like another... I would like a sequel to Kong Skull Island set before Godzilla. Okay, so you... Because like they've a, already a, made the sequel to this film. Like, it really? exists and comes out in March of next year. Godzilla vs. Kong? It's Godzilla... It's literally Godzilla vs. Kong. See, like, how is that How is that going to work? How do you, because how, we like Godzilla and Kong. Yes. but They I, are both on human side. Yeah, they're both benevolent. So, dogs. why... I don't know. If it's the two of them fighting another big blah blah 
Whatever, I'm gonna be what it's furious. Gonna be, it's gonna be a Batman versus Superman. Yeah, they're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get there. We're gonna get a scene of Godzilla destroying a city, and Kong's just there trying to save a child. And then he's like, "I hate Godzilla. <sighs> Godzilla, I hate him." And then he builds up, and he makes some suit of armor, and he fights Godzilla. And then Godzilla's like, "No, wait. There's a bigger bad guy. Help me save them." Who? And it's the it'll the, be Mecha Godzilla. It'll be the hot the Hydra-y thing. Yeah, it'll be like Mecha Godzilla. It'll be its mum from another planet, like the spaceship like, that dropped him off because yeah. he's a fucking alien for some reason. Yeah, how big is the spaceship? See, I actually thought that was okay I don't as a know. now as a like as a plot. Like none of it makes any sense. But if you're gonna go with nature and restoring balance, yeah, having one of these creatures being from another ecosystem. From another planet, yeah, does but like, oh okay that disrupts it. So now we have to oh I love how the uh, that one character was like slaying dragons is a Western conception in the East. We have to like live with them and stuff. I'm like sure, but in this story the dragon is something we definitely want to kill though, <laughs> and is something we're going to spend most of the film trying to kill. So I'm not sure what you're trying to say here oh, because the okay. monster that's set up as dragon. So we do need to slay. Good, good ideas, I think, for the film are. There's yes. like 10 good ideas swirling around. So, like, alien bad guy fighting Godzilla. That's cool. Because Godzilla is our benevolent protector. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool... That would be a cool film. And clearly, in the 60s, that was a cool film when they came up with the idea of King whatever his face is. Hollow yeah, Earth. G- Ghidorah. Yes. That's him. Hollow Earth, where Godzilla hibernates, and there's an ancient civilization down, like, remnants of an ancient civilization. That's a cool idea for that a was, movie. That was probably my favourite bit. Me too. Um, Didn't mean anything or go anywhere, but it, it was a fun thing to think Mothra about. Mothra versus um, Rodan, like, the volcano thing waking up. That's a cool movie. All yeah. This is, like, eight, eight great ideas for films that they just decided to try and put mm. into one. Like, normally, when you make, like... Normally, if you do the Spider-Man three thing and you have too many villains at once, it's shit. But it's one one storyline. This is yeah. so many fucking storylines. Yeah, I think they've been like, look, we've all learned from Spider-Man three. They had three villains. It's too many. But what if we put fuck? What if you had eighteen <laughs> villains and so no storyline? If you keep putting more villains in, do you eventually come out the other end and suddenly it's good again? Where? <laughs> <laughs> like an infinite amount of villains is the same as one and they all and it comes back together so there's too many for the audience to think about so they just decide it's one thing I think yeah that's kind of what they've done see that was the other problem as well where again with the news report they're mm-hmm. like by the way millions of people are dying all over the world and more every second yeah good every all right. second back to Carl Chandler getting on a helicopter with a suitcase like, <laughs> Oh, see, and we don't see any of it. I'm just, I, I felt, I felt like I was really being held at arm's length by the movie at, through all of the things that should oh, be making so me care about what was going on. But I think they've done that on purpose, which because I don't they, understand. Well, I think it's because they realised their storyline was too stupid and crazy. <laughs> They're like we what, can't, we can't make people actually try and buy into what we're presenting. What have made so a let's good just film. not show hardly any of it. I think what would have made a good film is to have the realisation that they have this King Giordan or Ghidorah. Ghidorah. They have this creature that happens like to be from another giant. planet. And then Godzilla's been missing for a while. 
So they have to find Godzilla to save yeah. them. The final battle takes place in the ancient whatever it is. Yeah. That's where the final battle takes place. Their battle is what destroys this place. So, like, I love the idea of an ancient civilization. That's so cool. With your jewels, but then they fucking destroy it straight away once you hollow. Once you hollow it, they set up a bomb. That's the end. So that's that's stupid. But if it was, they find it. Wake up, Godzilla. He's like there. This is where. This is like. Oh, they're all looking at this awesome, awesome civilization that's been here Mm. to worship Godzilla. And then the final battle takes place there, and he just kills the bad guy. And Mothra could be involved. That's fine. Yeah, find a way to do it so it's not. Like DC is underwater, DC which is I underwater. don't understand. London is destroyed. They mentioned so many cities. Everything is dead. Yeah. Everything is dead. There's a Titan underneath Ayers Rock, which is pretty, pretty culturally insensitive as well, guys. <laughs> it's called Uluru. Thank you very bloody much. Jesus. Just, just think no. Just give it a Google before you make your billion dollar movie. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did, um, it had a bunch of things I don't like. Like, just, just I want. I want a movie where something like Ghidorah bursts out of whatever it's been in and the soldiers look up at it and go, should we get out of here? We should probably go now, shouldn't we? And they just leave. And no, they don't shoot at they it. Don't <laughs> open, they don't stand stationary and open fire with their little machine guns at the biggest thing of all time. Yeah. So you're like, maybe this will get it. Maybe we'll, maybe this will work. And, actually, the, and then they're like, oh no, now we're getting crushed. And we as the audience are meant to go, oh my God, those people got killed. Like, yeah, of course they did. Oh, of course. Another what question else of tactics. could have possibly happened? Another question of tactics. Yeah. A hostile force has taken over a base in Antarctica. Yeah. You fly your entire army there, of all your dudes, and just go inside. Yeah. Don't expect that there's going to be any traps. And they're like, oh the no. The doors are open. You just go inside. Yeah. Don't call for backup. No. Don't call for... And, Don't call for the army. And like stuff like that. Like they, they walked in. They walked into that little... Where they were all in the white. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, no, we're being shot at. Oh, no. And there was like just a really, really half-hearted attempt to build any sort of tension or anything yeah. into that scene. It's like they sort of had half the thought of, oh, it might be good if people wonder what's going to happen here. And then suddenly they're getting killed. Let's do, but they just... It goes like for that. about eight seconds. He and yells the words, we're all dying. But you don't see one single person get shot. No. Nobody gets shot in this film. Because they just, it's all its all like... It's just like telling you what you should be thinking and feeling instead of making you feel it through filmmaking, you know? Yeah. It's like, now you're impressed by this. Now, just so you know, you're being scared by this. Yeah. And now you're you're surprised that this happened. And now you're wondering what's going to happen here, all right? Am I? Oh, okay, cool. Just so you know, I know what's going to happen. But no, okay. I'm meant to be wondering if Godzilla's going to come back. Okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. I, I do know he's coming back, though. Is that a problem? Okay, sorry. Carry on. No, you guys know what you're doing. What do you think about the design of Godzilla? Um... It's not what I would do. I like a more um, agile T-Rexy See, Godzilla. See, 1998's Godzilla. Yes. That's cool, because it's like a... It's a dude in a suit. It's not a great suit. But, like, he's got... 1998. Used, 1998. Was a dude in a suit? Yeah, it's a dude in a suit for most of that film. But it's just terribly CGI'd. Onto. Right. Jesus. So he's got, like, 
arms that are the length of arm. <laughs> yeah. Legs that can do legs. The length things. of legs. They, they're not big-ass fucking tree trunks. Yeah. And he's got, like, a body that you can, like, The length of a with. body? You could walk with the body. Right. And a head that's not fucking tiny. Because mm. Godzilla's head is very small. See, yeah. Godzilla's head is less than the size of his feet. Yeah. I mean, I what I do like sort of intellectually is that this Godzilla is quite similar to the original Godzilla. Yeah, I love that it's the same the way like those guys made those big goals. chunky legs. So, yeah. So that's kind of nice, but also... It's nostalgic and it feels his, good. His face kind of disappears into his body. Yeah. And he looks kind of fat. And yeah. he just looks kind of... He looks like he's been hibernating in the hollow earth for several millennia. Yeah, he doesn't look... He, it makes him look less intimidating because he doesn't look like he could get anywhere particularly fast. Yeah. And it doesn't look like he could... If you were behind him, it would take him a while to get around to you. <laughs> you know, he's got a... He's got a kind of... Is it Barney the dinosaur? Kind of... Like, it makes him look a bit... Yeah. It gives him a bit more of that vibe, but... You know, so that's, whatever. That's one of the things I liked about 98's Godzilla is that he was very mobile. Yeah. And, like, he could do yeah. stuff. And he could fit down city streets without having to destroy every building. Yeah. 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 Every building is destroyed in this movie. Godzilla can't move without destroying yeah. everything. No. This guy... Godzilla could fit in a street. This guy's like, hey, Zilla. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I just wanted to look at this. Oh, shit. Hey, high five. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, shit. Sorry, everybody. Exactly. (coughs) 98 Godzilla was nice and considerate. Yeah, he could sneak around. the US military had to shoot him. Sam Witwicky's dad had to shoot him. Big old, like, whippy tail, wasn't he? Got a whippy tail? Yep. That's, That's fun. It is fun. I just want, yeah, I just want a big T-Rex, to be honest with you. I, lo- I love the blue lights. The blue lights are so cool. In his, On this in one? His, in his spines and shit. That's yeah. real cool. I love, I love yeah. the shooting the blue stuff out of your mouth. Yeah. 98's Godzilla missed yeah, that. that's fun. The, one other thing just about the execution of this, um, I couldn't see any of it. Yeah, there was so, a lot of not seeing stuff. I think they just didn't really have, seems like they just didn't have much confidence in the way they'd rendered everything. So they just thought, well, look, let's make everything at night and everything's either going to have rain or snow or or smoke or clouds in front of it. So you never, so that way we never, and so frequently it's going to become just silhouettes or it's underwater or there's explosions. Because they weren't confident. I think they purposely done that. Like the first just, one, it was it, like, everything looked muddy and bland and flat. 20, and I couldn't see it. Twenty fourteen's Godzilla did that on purpose for the first half of the film, where you don't get to see Godzilla. You see little bits of him. He's doing stuff. You know he's there, but you don't get to see him yeah. because he's a nice surprise when he comes out. He's revealed to be Godzilla, and that's awesome. And then for the rest of that film, you can see Godzilla. Yeah, I want to be able to see that. I th- I th- but in this film, they're like hiding him again for some reason. I'm like, at the start, yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. Give a nice surprise. Here's Godzilla. Hmm. But for the rest of the film, you still can't see him. And it's worse. But, if, but even when he's fully on screen, yeah, I can't see can, him. But you him can and see Ghidorah. more of that big-ass thing in through the clouds. You can just see a silhouette yeah. of this guy. You don't see no silhouettes of Godzilla. Yeah. Like, Godzilla and Ghidorah <clears throat> are clashing in the center of the screen, and there's nothing obstructing them. Mm-hmm. And I still can't. I felt like I was watching it on a plane. 
I don't. You know when you watch movies yeah. on a plane and you you're just kind of like, well, this is a plane, so I guess it looks better than this. It looked like that on the cinema yeah. screen for this one, and it um, and it made me think of things like um, Star Wars, where they'll show big explosions and complicated things going on, but it's so crisp and you can and you know what's happening. And you see what's going on and. Okay, mild spoilers for Game of Thrones. Skip forward a minute if no one wants to hear that. But my analogy is this film um, should have looked like Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 6, but it looked like Season 8, Episode 3. (laughs) Season 8, Episode 6. Look. Sorry, not 6. What am I talking about? 5. Episode 5, yeah. Where it's... um, it's chaos and destruction, but it you it it just looks you get really to crisp and beautiful. All of it because and you're you, on board. Apparently. And like the Game of Thrones dragons look better than anything in this film. How good are the Game of Thrones dragons? Meanwhile, episode three can't see shit the whole time, and this felt like that. It felt exactly. I think like the that. whole time is a little bit of an exaggeration. A lot of the time, everything's through ice or through a waterfall or on a cat, or it's a POV shot. So there's your a lot of shots like through a dirty windscreen. It's like oh, it's like you're the person. Like no, I just can't see anything. How cool was the Mothra waking? Like the Mothra wake up scene at the start of this film. That was real cool because they got the device and Mothra's like killing people, but then like La and she's just like involved. Yeah. And then people die. Like, that was a cool scene, because like, I care about whatever this big-ass thing is. That's real cool. And yeah. then, like, after the cocoon, when you got to see her pretty open up those wings, mm. that was Bring cool. Bring us back to, again, this movie got me again with its teaser trailer, amazing teaser trailer, teaser trailer with um, Claire de Lune. Did you hear that? Yes. With the or- massive orchestral version of uh, this builds and builds brilliant and I saw that and I knew they didn't really get me because even when I saw that I was like I know this isn't going to be good well, I, I can see it's not uh, good but it's still an amazing trailer another thing I love is that they've invented twins for one character in this film like they had the Dr. Lin who was present to watch Mothra um, come out of the c- c- cocoon and the same actress plays her twin on the other side of the planet Really? Who's been a part of everything else. And it's not mentioned. You just get to see five photos of them as twins. I didn't seem to notice that. That was oh, a thing. Like, that that's, a that's another story they've included in this film. <laughs> <laughs> so many stories that oh, weren't particularly good. So great. Um, <clears throat> I'm eating this last bit. The time. core of it is, I think, I don't think the people who made this film really understand what animals are or but Carl Chandler did or what the word balance means <laughs> because a lot of it is meant to be about balance mm-hmm. but I for the life of me cannot figure out what it means in this film I think their understanding is they showed for like 20 seconds worth of time while she was having a speech about her plan they showed footage of Las Vegas and San Francisco in the aftermath of 2014. So in five years, those those cities have been overgrown with foliage and wildlife. Right. So it's the the radiation caused by these creatures 
helps the world to regrow after what the creatures do. Right. So the creatures clearly are built in such a way where they can they cause so much damage everywhere they go, but the globe sort of like rejuvenates. Sort of like a forest fire. Like a forest fire, exactly. And that's it's used it's that's what's used to explain it. Like a forest oh, fire back burning. Okay. God, I missed a lot when I went out to the bathroom. You did, you did. I you thought it was entire speech, I yeah. thought it was a chill moment after the Antarctica scene. Okay. Okay, so so is does that mean what the current state of humanity on the planet is causing imbalance? Because if that's the case, why does Godzilla prevent monsters from destroying humans? It doesn't mean they're causing imbalance. Right. It, it means that we're killing the planet. Yes. So... The fact that Godzilla loves us makes no sense, because thank if he you. knows we're killing the planet, Either he would kill us. Thank you. So, if we are killing the planet, it's good for us to die, mm-hmm. meaning the Titans, in their role as restoring balance to the ecosystem, should be doing what they all do, mm-hmm. but in this, they only do that at the behest of the crazy alien, yeah. and Godzilla is like, nah, bros, chill out, but don't that's kill why, all the That's humans. why her plan sort of made sense, is that... They show footage of these cities are growing up again, and they can see that the world can be rebuilt. Like, the world, the planet can survive yeah. because these creatures wake them up one by one, make them nice and docile, and let them just go about I don't get way. the docile thing. That's what the orca thing is supposed to do, because that's what makes Mothra calm down at the start. So just by... So without destruction, the presence of their radiation lets plants grow... Well, and no, they're that? still going to destruct stuff. They're still going to... Okay, well, don't worry about them being docile, then. They well, can they're be just as angry be, as they want. They're going to be walking around calmly and just what? chilling. And, like, walking through forests, destroying the forest, and the forest grows up again. Because that's... No matter where they go, they're going to destroy stuff. Okay. But they're just not going to be killing people purposely. That's just going to be a byproduct of them. That's right. that's her plan. Okay. Is that people will die as a byproduct, not as... Sure. So why does Godzilla not want them to do that? Godzilla doesn't care. Godzilla... Godzilla's whole thing... Godzilla wants to kill the alien. Right. But the alien is instructing the Titans to do something that will restore balance. No, based the, on alien's, the alien's model. plan is to destroy the planet. That's discussed in the film, that the alien is not from here. His balance is not this planet's balance. Why does the alien want to destroy the planet? Because his balance is different than our balance. But what balance is that? I don't know. He's an alien. Right. See, and then this is where... I think you're thinking about it way too much. No, I'm thinking about it enough (laughs) to make it make sense. It doesn't make sense, though. I know. That implies they haven't thought about it enough. They haven't. You've got to think about it enough so it makes sense. I don't want... I don't want... Anyway... It doesn't matter. So, so, so what it is, is there's two levels of destruction. There's destruction light and destruction heavy. Mm -hmm. And destruction light, where still millions die, Mm -hmm. but that's okay because it'll make there be more trees and everything's better now. Mm -hmm. But, but Ghidorah is destruction heavy. In which case he kills the planet. Whilst... It looks very similar to Destruction Light. <laughs> it is actually... There's an important difference. And Godzilla, because he's he's got an astute 
ecological sense, sees this and goes, no, whoa, 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 lad. Too, too heavy. You're doing too much now. Yeah, those three heads don't make sense. And he goes and gets rid of him. Because he, unlike the other Titans, can see through the ploy of Ghidorah, whereas all the others are not alphas. Yeah, because so they, 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 they all he communicate says, with bioacoustics. Oh, right. Yeah, that's oh, how. Oh, it's bioacoustics. Mm. <laughs> oh, now, now I get it. And even the alien species oh. communicate with bioacoustics. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fortunate, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. bloody lucky. If you've invented bioacoustic communication, right? They need that. Maybe that's how it works on Avengers. You know, like, how can they all hear each other the whole time? Bioacoustics. It's bioacoustics. But if you were Valkyrie making, just has if that you were inherently. A multi-million-dollar movie, and you've invented these bioacoustic sure. communication between these massive creatures. Yeah, and you've also put human DNA in your bioacoustic because that's oh shit yeah I forgot about that's that that's something they've added how does that would you not what does that mean in order to make that make more, more sense in your film would you not have at least a couple of shots where your bioacoustic whatever is affecting other life forms like yeah. if you see a flock of birds coming bats surely lots of bats thing birds go away like yeah. just little bits to add it so it's not just monsters and humans. They have like a domestic cat. If your if your film is about the planet and mm. monsters and humans, would you not have other animals be involved as well? Yeah. 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 I think what could make this work It needs less. It definitely needs less. <laughs> it needs to be about a third of what it is. And it's similar to my issue with the latest Jurassic Park movie, where you still need to give your big creatures a, um, sounds weird, but a relate, not relatable, but an understandable motive. Because uh, in this, we've got Ghidorah, but Ghidorah's kind of a shitty villain because it's bad guy wants to destroy the world. And we don't understand why or what for. And... Godzilla wants to save the world, and we don't really understand why or or what for. Because yeah. like, he doesn't like bad guy. But like beast animals don't have animals don't operate on that kind um, of motives. motive. Well, no, they have mo- they they have motives, but they don't operate on that kind of sense of balance. Like balance is something that occurs within an ecosystem what? as a emergent property of all of the biological drives of all the constituent creatures, it- and, which are Eating things, having sex, reproducing, and not getting eaten Food themselves. Food finding and something else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they should just find a way, like in 1998 Godzilla, where it is as as a function of what Godzilla wants to do as an animal, um, returns some sort of quote unquote balance to to the world around it. Not that Godzilla in themselves thinks. Balance is important. I'm going to go out and restore it by getting rid of this guy. It's not... Godzilla doesn't think about balance at all. What does Godzilla think about? Protecting the world. Why does he want to protect the world? I have no idea. Because he wants balance. See? You've got no idea. That's what I'm saying. What I think would be a a good um, extra step for the film to take is they've established that this creature is an alien. The villain is an alien. Sure. And that the villain's motive is to destroy the world. No, the villain is a human woman. 
that the villain's motive is to destroy the planet because they give that human woman one little bit of redemption by trying to make her find her daughter, but she still killed billions of people, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. So the she villain's died, motive, right? She definitely died. She bloody better have done. The villain's motive is to destroy the planet. Sure. What would be cool is if you made the villain clearly able to survive in space. Yeah. Because the villain didn't die by an oxygen-deleting bomb, which sort of... Isaac, like... please, take it seriously. It's called an oxygen killer. Oh, sorry. All right. Yeah, so the, the villain didn't Come die on. when all the oxygen was taken away from it. Not taken away. Got killed. Oh, okay, yeah. When all the oxygen was taken away from it... Killed. Dil- didn't die. That's what it's called when there's no air. It still flew away. Um, so... Just explain that this thing can survive in space and then it doesn't care if the planet exists anymore. Yeah. Just maybe make it... You you just write something in like it to lay its eggs, it needs a wasteland, you know? Exactly, just something. It doesn't want to destroy the world, it wants to reproduce. And for it to do that, it needs to wipe out a lot of the rest of the life yeah. for something like... That's all you need to put in. So you're like, oh yeah, it's just a creature doing what it's doing. You know, like they have the same problem in, in Jurassic World Two, where the the dinosaur puts his face through lava to try to eat a human. And I don't think he'd want to do it that much. No, it wouldn't. The other thing that was cool was Ghidorah picking Godzilla up and flying and then dropping him, and then for no reason, but for coolness. Well, to try and kill him—that was badass. Yeah, but it was cool. That was cool. I liked, Still looked kind of muddy and weird, but liked, as an idea, um, that's awesome. I like um, EMP Pulse Godzilla. Yeah. Like, boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Just a couple what of this, times. You know what? Oh, what this needed, I think, apart from everything we've said, is <laughs> they, um, they've, got the, they've got the bioacoustic sonar thing. They have bioacoustics in this film. Too. And I, th- I thought what it was establishing at the beginning when the genocidal maniac lady is going... Is doing the boop, boop, bing, and Mothra's like chilling out and being like, Oh, maybe I won't kill you guys, even though you've built your little science base six feet away from where <laughs> I'm in my chrysalis and I'm a giant monster. Uh, oh, they can communicate with them. So you have one of your main characters in some very rudimentary way communicating with Gujira. Talk to Gujira. Yeah. Which is how we um, connect with King Kong. Yeah, we have a, a chick. You don't a need a lot, but just her. give if if and you know it's How cool would the, like it, um Chris Chris Pratt where you know he has a connection with the dinosaurs. You don't need a lot, but just okay. something. How cool would that, that would, be that if would that's this it. film and then you have your sequel to Kong versus this and it's just two people who hate each other and their big best friend being like, "Look, I hate you. You hate me. Let's have our friends fight." And that's that movie. Well, they both conflict like to one, a different one, title. like two chicks. Who like best friends with which with each of their titans? You have like Brie Larson's um, with Kong there, just chilling out, and then you have Vera Farmiga and her Godzilla, they're just chilling out, and then Brie Larson slaps Vera, and then Kong's like, "What are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do?" So it's like, like, "Did you just slap my best friend?" So it's like, "What if dog fighting, but it was titans?" Exactly, and they have this big ring, <laughs> then they put the titans in there, and everyone watches from. Hundreds of kilometers away. Yeah, like <laughs> sensible people. Yeah, no, they build a stadium in the middle of the oh, Atlantic that's Ocean. What, that's what they do, and it's 
fucking in the hollow earth in Atlantis. Yeah. I love the idea of the hollow earth <laughs> and just that there are well, tunnels that's, in that's the bottom a shame, Because Ken blew it up. <laughs> but there are tunnels in the bottom of the ocean that go to the other side of the planet. Yeah. And Godzilla can use them real quick of air. to get around real quick. Yet we've never seen these tunnels or have access to them in any way, shape or form. Because... Oh look, I can buy that. What whatever, you know? Like that's that's not the problem. That's a nitpick, <laughs> but it's not structurally <laughs> the problem. Um didn't like that the the um submarine blew from massive subterranean from incredibly far under the ocean to the surface in two seconds and everyone was fine the aquan problem and every single person on there would be dead they'd all be dead and i really did not like white-haired guy with glasses who kept being like oh just has well, all, all, all the lines i'm always <laughs> recording blah 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 uh, every time he spoke i was like who the fuck are you and don't tell me. I don't think he got a name in the whole film. I don't. I don't. Like, I'm, think... su- I'm pretty sure he's credited, but I don't think his name. Why is was he in it? You know. I think his his entire role could have been that third guy who mm-hmm. sat at the head of the table for some reason, who joined Monarch after after Chandler left. Yeah. He joined Monarch, so less than five years. Yet he sits at the head of this table when they're in this big ass meeting. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? Why isn't that guy the dickhead character that everybody hates? Yeah, that'd be. Carl Chandler, he had nothing. To, he should have had nothing to do with the sonar thing. He's some sort of military dude who's got massive PTSD from the 2014 attack. Yep. His wife was like implicated because she's working on this project and that's what split them apart because he couldn't be with her while she was trying to kind of preserve the monsters that caused his trauma. And then throughout the course of the movie, he ends up uh, communicating with Godzilla through the sonar and um, reconciling himself to the thing which caused his trauma. How about it's not That's his what should have happened. What if it's his sister, like a twin sister, and then in order to communicate with Godzilla, it needs your DNA or your bioacoustics. And the fact that she built it means that he can use it. They have the same bioacoustics. They have the same bioacoustics, because bioacoustics. And that's how he is involved with Godzilla. Yep, that'd be better. That would make sense. And he, and he, and he identifies... The fact that what Godzilla is more powerful and can be destructive, he is not evil. He's just another creature trying to live his life the same way we all are. Which is what Godzilla should be about. How hard was that? It wasn't, Sam. That's why it's annoying sometimes. What would you give it? On our... On On the scale of Last Airbender to Die Hard. <laughs> Not that the scale means anything. <laughs> See, out of anything, I'd still give it like a five or six. Yeah, because it is a terrible film. It's got good moments though, but it is very fun. I enjoy it and a I, lot, and I kind of re- yeah, and I respect the elements of its vision. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it a five point five. Yeah, it's yeah, I'd give it very about the same. We rate everything the same. You know that we never have very different rankings. Yes. I'm sure there's going to be something. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd, I'd say. But again. also because we talk about things for a while, we we also there's a regret. There's a regression to the mean between us, where <laughs> we come, we end up, we we come to the same level. Yeah, yeah, I'd give it a five, five as well. Just a, it's just a, just a big old, it's a big old mess. But I enjoyed it much. It's not, it's not shit in the same way something like um, Jurassic World Two was, you know. 
as a touchstone for like a big monster movie. Yeah. Side note, as we're wrapping up here, there was a comic in which the Avengers fought Godzilla, which made me think, why no just big monsters in the MCU? There are big monsters in the Marvel Universe. I'm talking about the MCU. Yeah. I think all all the bad guys in the movie so far is always a dude, a person who's got nefarious purposes. One movie, just have all your Avengers fighting a big old creature. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 begins with them fighting a big old creature. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Let's have that be the story. Yeah, I just don't think they're there yet. Sure, I but think I think that would be a fun, fresh direction. Building their universe, they have attempted to ground everything as humanly as possible mm. and just try and make everything as human as they can. Yeah. And maybe eventually they'll start to let people just be like, yeah, superheroes can fight dinosaurs. Let's do it. Yeah. And yeah. And that's when Jurassic World becomes part of the MCU. I would and like... it fixes everything wrong with Jurassic World 2. Because for some reason... No, that still makes no sense. Twelve dinosaurs cannot affect the fucking plant nothing. Looking forward to the next one. <laughs> and so, yeah. Just follow, following on from our classic segment that I started, Lines Sam Doesn't Want to Hear in Movies Anymore. Oh, yes. There were three in this. Was that was one uh, of them <gasps> waking up? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but that, 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 is a, that is a good one. Um, oh, no. sorry. Off topic. The house that they used as where he's been living... While he's while he's watching the fo- while he's, you were while actually on, you were looking at me at the point in time with the three seconds uh, that they showed this house probably saying something funny yeah yeah you 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 said um, if they say you're a hard man to find right now I'm gonna lose my shit yeah um, so glad they did because they helicoptered in he looked like a hard they man helicoptered in directly in this mid in the middle of this paddock yeah. where he is looking at wolves sucked up his wolf plan. and then apparently they also took that helicopter back to his house which is fine but the house they used. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same house that Tony Stark lived at in Avengers Endgame. Because <laughs> it was on a lake, same yeah. little same little setout, same little geographical, like it looked wow. the same house. I'm pretty sure they used the same house. Whoever owns that BNB, Airbnb is earning a lot of money yeah. over the last little while. All right. Um, what are your lines? My lines were, I don't want to have, someone says like a saying or a phrase, yeah. and someone's like, what? And then they say, it's something blah blah used to say. My grandmother, character who died earlier in the film, yep. their dead husband, it's something blah blah used to say. And that leads them on to a revelation. Don't want that, that anymore. Note, on that note, sorry to distract from the, the list. The <laughs> character saying a phrase in another language and then explaining it in English straight afterwards. Yeah. And then later on in the film, saying the phrase in another language, just for emphasis of this point. But everyone's yeah. forgotten what it means now. That happened in this film. Yeah. Yeah, had enough of that. Uh, this is just a little one. There's something you should see. Yeah. They arrive in a place. How's it going? Well, there's something you should... Yeah, that's just <laughs> whatever. And then um, I've I already lost one X. I'm not losing you. Or I've already lost X. I'm not losing Y. That's not another Okay. Just, I'm okay with that line. I'm... Oh yeah, it's I lost one child, I lost one blame. husband, I lost one blah blah. Yeah. Animals are not benevolent or evil, ever. And that's why none of this movie makes sense. Yeah.
Thanks for listening, Christine. Yeah. And everybody else. Thanks for listening, Christine. Um, join us next time when I hope we're going to be talking about Brightburn. I'm all seeing it as soon as I can. I'm seeing it tomorrow. So I hope you're seeing it tomorrow. I also I, hope you're not seeing it tomorrow and that we get to see it on Saturday. Well, I can't risk not seeing it tomorrow because then it might go off at the movies. If you have the chance to see it tomorrow, see it. Well, then then we're not going to see it together because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but if you get the chance. But it's not optional. I know what my schedule is going to be, Isaac. My day is planned. All right. I don't live in the moment because it's too risky. It's not risky. Yeah, it is. Who knows what could happen? Well, Godzilla could happen. Yeah, exactly. Wear wear pants for life, Sam. Wear pants for life. People say... Should we build our research facility six feet away from the chrysalis? Don't worry about it. Just live in the moment. And then you live in a moment of death. A lot of people don't. Millions. A lot of people don't. Oh, that map of the world with all the red shit on it? I'm sorry. The ending? (laughs) Godzilla Raw credits. Like, not... (laughs) Not a second of addressing what the fuck just happened. Not a moment of, wow, everything's different forever now. And this is a world where millions have just died and they've got to watch Godzilla fight King Kong in a couple of years. (laughs) I think They're not ready. I hope Godzilla King Kong is just a real, like, a... Oh, like a diehard movie where they're trapped in one place. Just trap them on just, an island. Yeah. Make yeah. it Skull Island. Yes. Maybe Godzilla forgets how to swim. It's got to be smaller scale. It's got to... They've got to tone it's, it down. They've killed the fucking planet. Like... Everyone is dead. Yeah. So the film... Like, can, Independence Day 2 is awful, but at least they could say that was 20 years ago. <laughs> so 20 years later, we've kind of got our shit together again. But Godzilla Kong has Millie Bobby Brown in it. So it's clearly taking place immediately after this film. Man. But you know who else is in that movie? Who? Julian Dennison. He's who's the that? kid from Hunt for the Wilder People and Deadpool oh. 2. Oh, great. Kids. Yeah, he's in that film. My favourite thing to be in film. I don't know if Kyle Chandler is in that film, though. Oh. So how do they write out the father character of a character who is in that film? He's off with his wolves. Ah, oh, listening to the wolves. He's back drinking scotch on Wolf Patrol. <laughs> What's his Indian name? Listens to wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Listens with wolves. Uh, okay. Alright, that'll do, won't it? How long have we been talking for? Oh, a little a little while. Nearly an hour and a half. Oh, you guys have had the best listen for the last hour and a half. You Thank can... you for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can connect with us on Twitter at Exceptional Thieves. Or you can send us an email at exceptionalthieves at gmail.com. Or you can just call Isaac on 0487-986-729. I'm sorry for whoever's phone number that is. Now call that number <laughs> and say, where's Isaac? <laughs> get him now. I'm sorry that we ate pizza in front of you all and you didn't get any. I don't know if I'm going to leave that in or not. Maybe. Depends how satisfying. I'm going to put the apology at the end of the episode anyway. And if they didn't get to hear it, they'll just assume we ate pizza. I'll cover us off from both angles. I'll say, I'm sorry you didn't get to hear us eat pizza. (laughs) So whatever you've heard, just apply the apology that applies. All right? That'll do. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.